welcome back to Two Peas in the Snow. Well, welcome, I guess I should say. Welcome to the second mini episode. Um, the mini pod. Uh, yes, the mini pod. Um, I'm not used to introducing myself first. Uh, my name is Kristen. And I'm JC. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we are doing these mini episodes as... How did you explain it again? As just a way to fill up um, some stuff, content for you guys, yes. since I will be moving yes. soon. Yes. And yes, it's going to be a while before we can reunite again mm-hmm. to make another episode. Yes. So talking about things that we probably couldn't fill up a whole episode with anyways. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Okay. So. <laughs> I have been getting more into podcasts now that me and JC are really into the podcasting world. <laughs> and of course, me being me, it has to be something semi-educational or real or whatever. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um, that is like self-help or blah, 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 blah. Stuff like that. And I had been listening to a podcast that The Atlantic had done that originally was called How to Live a Happier Life for their first season. But then um, they changed it in their second season to How to Start Over. So if you're curious about it on Spotify and other podcast platforms, it is called How to Start Over. But in the first season, How to Live a Happier Life, it was one of their writers talking about happiness (laughs) and how to better your life. Um, There was a specific one that I will tell you the title of. It was how to build a happy life, how to know you're lonely. And pretty much the podcast was just about how you can be surrounded by tons of people and still feel lonely. You could have one or two friends and still feel very content in your life and not feel lonely. And it's because obviously the quality of our relationships are more important than the quantity. Um, but at the end of every one of these how to build a happy life episodes, I'm not sure if the how to start over ones have it, but there is a exercise to do and I found the exercise for this specific episode very interesting and I was kind of curious about what JC would say for it. (laughs) So um, pretty much for this mini episode, we're going to do the exercise from this podcast. I've technically already done it, but I will do it again. (laughs) Just to get my reaction. (laughs) With JC. Um, I have a transcript of the podcast pulled up that The Atlantic posted. And I'm not, I'm going to try not to read it word for word, but um, yes, it's just, whatever. We're going to get the point. (laughs) So... Today's exercise is geared towards helping us migrate away from the extrinsic goals in our lives and toward the intrinsic goals. It's an exercise that has three steps. 
So we're going to do those three steps, JC. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? I am. Okay. Imagine yourself in five years. I think he also said, or you could imagine yourself in like 10 years, but pretty much imagine yourself in five years. So whatever age you are now, add five to it. Imagine that version of yourself and imagine what you're doing and what you're thinking. But imagine that the five-year-old version of yourself is happy. Um, don't ask what the meaning is. You know what happy is to you. Um, so you're a happy person. That's the first step. Second step is list five things that are actually making you happy five years from now. Um, he said, the, the person on the podcast said, it might sound impossible, but it isn't. You know perfectly well the kinds of forces that would bring you authentic happiness, don't you? So think about the five things that are the reason that you're the happy version of you in five years. <laughs> I can start with mine. Sure. The ones that I had said before. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was a stable relationship, as in a significant other relationship, not mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah. Um, one of them was a... Like me having, I guess it would be more like freedom or independence, but um, in regards to traveling. So kind of being able to go where I want to go, kind of when I want to do it. Mm. Um, The third one was having a stable, I don't know if I want to say career, but um, stable, financially stable, I guess. Mm -hmm. Fourth one was being healthy. <laughs> um, and then fifth one was, um, the fifth one was, Oh, like ha- like being surrounded by good people, whether it's friends or family, but just good relationships that, mm-hmm. you know, support me. Yeah. Oof. My gosh. <laughs> I mean, I I know, I get kind of say like you kind of know what you want. Yeah, it's a realistic. I'm like, hmm, who knows? But like, in that ideal world, I guess you could say, um, I would say the first one would be being in the process of or having a significant other. Yes. I think that would be a good one for the age of 29. I think that that sounds realistic. <laughs> yes. 29, I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, th- I also said that in my five-year Yeah, meeting. yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like at that point, I'm, I would feel more, you know, comfortable with that. Um, I would say, uh, again, goal-oriented, or I, I think I would have a, a better understanding of what trajectory I'm I'm trying to achieve. Um Career-wise, right? Uh, okay. Like, I think I would have um, better doors open at that point mm. where I've already picked something or I am in, like, the pursuit of something even bigger, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm. let's say I've achieved stuff, but I can go even bigger, mm-hmm. right? So that's, um, I would say, more togetherness uh, with my family, 
family just meaning in my case uh my sisters and my parents yeah so having a stronger better relationship yeah or like having better access um to see them more frequently Mm. um in person yeah yeah yeah. right um i think self-gratitude uh in what i've managed to uh learn and accomplish um through my own means and Fifth one would be uh, kind of, I guess, pretty similar to yours, but in some slight tweaks. But I think the fifth one would be also with, like, friendships. Uh, In my scenario, I feel like I have already met all the people I've made friends with online. Mm -hmm. That I've, like, you know, I've said, like, oh, one day I'll Mm -hmm. hopefully meet you. Hopefully by then I have actually met them, you know. And whether or not whether or not those can become like stable friendships and like the long term, you know, at mm. least I would feel like I can look back and be like, wow, I did that. Like I got to see them, these mm-hmm. people, you know, mm-hmm. and who knows, maybe, maybe I have even better um, ties with people, you know, mm. people I've never even thought I would have ties with, I think mm-hmm. would be my top five. Okay. Now, um, the, uh, it's still, Step two, technically, Mm -hmm. but it is to put them in order one, two, three, four or five, where one is the force on your life that's bringing you the most joy five years from now. So. Mm -hmm. okay, before I forget, because I'm going to (laughs) forget, I would say. Number one would be career, like I would have the door open. Number two. That would make you the happiest out of all five things? Yeah, knowing that I could achieve more. Okay. Two, friendship. Three, family. Four, uh, my partner. And fifth one. Which one was my fifth one? What did I say also? I didn't say traveling. I don't think no. I, I did not mention traveling. Um. Did I just say like self-reflection in some sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or gratitude or something yeah, gratitude. like that. Sorry. Yeah. I think gratitude would be my last one. Yeah. Okay. So for me, um, I said the relationship, significant other, mm-hmm. steady relationship um, was my number one. My number two was the independence traveling thing. Three is the relationships with people around me, mm. um, good, stable relationships with people around me. Four is health and fifth is career. Actually, I'm going to flip two and three. So second would be parents, like family. Third one would be friends. Okay. So. And of course, this is not always completely accurate, I'm sure. But um, he said that the extrinsic stuff. Um, practically guaranteed is going to be numbers four and five or numbers three, four and five, which for me is true career. Um, so extrinsic is the outside things. So yeah. the thing like money, how you look, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, I feel like that that came out pretty true. Yeah. Career <laughs> was number five. Four was health. Um, 
travel, I feel like technically is an extrinsic thing, but whatever. And then numbers one and two are usually going to be relationships. They're going to be love. They're going to be the intrinsic things. The Yeah. Which for me is also true because I said the significant other. And um, even though you had your (laughs) career thing as number one, Mm -hmm. number two was still your family thing. And number three. I think I still feel like the career thing could be classified as like goal orientation oriented pursuits, which could still be intrinsic, I think. Yeah. Right. It's not. I don't think it's too much of an extrinsic like other factors. If it's like within my own will to do it, I think I could. Yeah. Well, because it's more mm-hmm. like as opposed to having a stable career, it's more mm-hmm. like having a drive. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah, you could say that's interesting. And then that's like, I guess, like four or yeah, four being um, a significant other is more of an extrinsic just because who knows what are the factors that would determine that that outcome. Because well, that's, that's why I said, you know, I'm like I'm in the process of or have one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so this all leads to step three. And then this one, I kind of have to read word for word because I don't know how else to explain it. But um, step three is you need to manage number one and two. Are you currently in your life? Are you managing number one and two? What do you, I, I'll ask you, do you I feel so. like you're managing number one and two? I think number one, yes. Just because, of course, I'm moving. Um, I'm actually pursuing my goals and trying to achieve something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with number two, uh, it's been in the works uh, a lot. I know my hands are definitely tied due to circumstances that come with it, that my parents are far away from where I yeah. am. I'm far away from my sisters. Yeah. And I'm going to be even more farther away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> farther away. Um, <clears throat> but my hope is that kind of tying with one is like, you know, being being able to reach those those ultimate goals um, or just uh, somewhere in my career where I can um, release some of that career pressure off mm-hmm. and then focus more on the parent side and stuff like that. Maybe through those means, like being able to see them more often because of my my career and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I think that that definitely those two kind of combine with each other. Like they really do come hand in hand. So if I can't, if I can't manage one, I feel like I won't be able to manage the other one. Or if I manage the other, like uh, if I manage the family and everything, I feel like I wouldn't uh, be in a great position in the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for my career. Yeah. Um, for me, <laughs> Um, I'm not managing number one really because I'm not, (laughs) I don't have a significant other. I'm not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like in a way it's being worked on, but in a way it's not because Mm -hmm. I don't have a significant other, but anyways. And then number two, the travel thing for me, I like technically I am working on that. Like very recently I decided I was going to work on that and maybe Mm -hmm. it was because I heard this podcast or maybe it isn't, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And and to kind of keep it like a side moment, I mean, honestly, I'm like pretty proud of you in that aspect just because, you know, like 
when you posted that uh, post, you're like going to do it, like doing it. I'm like, go, go, go. You got it. You know, I'm like, it's like, because I, I feel like um, you, you bring it up a lot. Um, just kind of being here and feeling really suffocated and like that lack of like that. I like to say, like, before you have a midlife crisis, like, you know, that that drive, like, you still have the drive, but due to your factors, you're kind of, like, I'm, like, stuck, yeah. you know, right? Then now you have that, you found, like, the opportunity where you can go out, and then you're, like, oh, my God, like, what is this? It's almost, like, I feel like it's gonna, you you might feel about it, I feel about it, like, later on, like, man, that was, like, my my true teenage or like my true, like what you should have, what you felt like you should have experienced mm. back, back then. Yeah. Like when, let's say in your college years. Yeah. In your youth, I love we're so young, but like, <laughs> but like then you'd be like, man, like now it's like the time. Like yeah. I, everything that I've kind of like, that's been holding me down here is like, now is my chance to be like, let's go, let's go, you know? And just like enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And who knows, like in some way or another, could it lead could could it lead um you to that significant other? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But could who it knows? but it could also come to benefit you a lot in the other three options? Like yeah. definitely. So yeah. I think you you would you and regardless of any way, if you don't feel like you find that satisfaction with number one, I think you'll look back upon it and be really satisfied with the other three. Yeah. Um, so the ending of this, I mean, technically that was the third step, right? Mm. But the ending of this was, um, pretty much like numbers one and two, whatever they are, because for some people they are not at all working on, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to just happen. Like you, you have to work towards it. You have to manage those things. You have to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so the podcaster suggested doing this exercise every week, once a week for a month and think about how it's changing your priorities and then do it for the rest of the year. And he said, I guarantee you, your priorities are going to change because you're going to give more attention to the things that really matter. What you focus on more is what you will manage going forward and you'll become a more intrinsically motivated person reaping the happiness rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much um the entire point of it is kind of that our relationships that we have in our lives and the intrinsic things in our lives are what make us more happy. Um, in the podcast, they talked about how there was a study that was done where they asked seniors at a university what their goals were for the upcoming year, like career wise, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and how happy they thought they would be a year from now. And then they went to them again a year later and kind of followed up on if they had reached their goals and how happy they felt. Mm -hmm. And it had said that the people who had higher goals that were more extrinsic, so wanting to become famous or wanting a lot of money or et cetera, et cetera. They had, they had accomplished those things because they had the drive, but they were a lot less happy than the other people who had more intrinsic goals. Mm -hmm. Um, so (laughs) yes, that was, uh, the main, I think, yeah, I, I think 
very short explanation for all of this is that I am the type of person, people who don't know me that listen to our podcast, even though I feel like most of the people that listen know me, but I am very much a happiness chaser in a way. Mm. I focus, I like to focus on happiness a lot. That is something that I've always like kind of followed in my lifetime. Like I feel like I've never been the type of person that cares that much about wanting to make a lot of money or follow things that like will make me a lot of money. I've cared more about following something that makes me happy. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> what? I'm not going to say it on there. What are you whispering to me? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Just chase for that girl. Chase well, for it. <laughs> I think I'm very privileged that mm. I've always had this outlook because I think that a lot of people, especially when we were younger, like when we were in high school, going into college or at the beginning of our college years, there are a lot of people that care a lot about the extrinsic things. And I am privileged enough to have always been able to care more about the intrinsic than the extrinsic. Um, but yeah, I if people are curious about improving their lives or being happier, then the key is the the intrinsic, your love, your relationships, your whatever makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. Take a minute. Enjoy it. <laughs> no, that's honestly a really great article. You always come up with the good articles, although this one was based off a podcast, but yeah. still it's a good article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, People out there definitely just go use this, you know, see how happy it makes you. Even if if you're being realistic, I think a lot of people who listen to us are going to try it out. Forget for a while. Yeah. Forget for a while. And then at some point it's going to come back. Yeah. Do it then when when it comes back, you know, be like, huh. Right. Or if you just stumble again across this, this podcast or something like that, and you're like, <laughs> or the article, and you're like, huh, okay, do it again, you know, just do it. You don't, I guess, you know, they, they sometimes when, when it comes to these articles, they'd be like trying to be like in a perfected world, you know, where like, oh, you have the, the time to do this. But, you know, knowing a lot of us is not something that we are able to do, but definitely just having that, those like, quiet times or moments of self-reflection can really help. Yes. Just kind of, you know, I mean, honestly, I think that you actually kind of need to do it Mm. um, for a person to kind of be sane or to mentally check themselves. People who don't ever do any kind of mental check, whatever with themselves. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) They just burn themselves out. Yeah. Real quick. Or they just, they they lose what is part of themselves. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, that <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, Two Peas in the Snow, um, our mini episode. Number two. Number two. Hmm. And. Where can you find us? Oh, you can find us on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Instagram at Two Peas in the Snow Official. Yes. We're always making some random creative stuff for the titles. Um that are the main ones. This one's these ones are gonna be a little bit more yeah. direct to the point. Like this is what we're talking about. Yeah. And now that we are not 
gonna be like on the radio anymore technically yeah we will just be a podcast maybe we will actually upload more things onto our instagram right (laughs) (laughs) i think we've been pushing this out for a long time like oh we're gonna post up i'm like i'm trying to become a a better you know social media person like i know what to do but i'm just like for my own social media use i don't I'm not the person who tends to do that. So I find that really hard to do. Mm. Um, So I'm trying to maintain that balance of like being, you know, reserved on my actual social media, but then having to be like a really big extrovert on, on two pieces in the snows, like social platforms. Yeah. But that's still my personality. I'm not forcing myself to do it. I feel like it's just like, what's the way, that I can put my personality out there. Hence why the the really dumb and creative <laughs> titles that we come up with for these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with all that being said, thank you for listening. And we'll see you the next time. Bye. Bye.